foundations of amateur radio. Last week I went on an adventure and came home with an experience. I've been wanting to go out and play radio for a while. Work has been spectacularly unhelpful in making time available to achieve this, not to mention the 17 million other things vying for my undivided attention. Last week the planets aligned and my outing came to pass. I'd set my sights on doing a SOTA activation. If you're not familiar with that, SOTA is an acronym for Summits on the Air, and the aim is to get to the top of a mountain and make contacts from there. I've previously been under the tutelage and presence of some very experienced SOTA hams, and during a conference in Canberra last year, I managed to activate several summits with others. I even managed to survive walking up one peak on my own, using my handheld to make some contacts. I use the word survive in less than ironic terms because I relied on Google Maps to navigate me up to the peak and for reasons best known to Google it walked me up the side of the peak that didn't actually have a track, even though the map was adamant that I should follow the path. Many, many hours later, not properly dressed, not enough food, weather coming in, batteries running low, I managed to get down safely and hobbled to a taxi who brought me back to my hotel. It was memorable, but not for the right reasons, and it didn't involve HF communications, and at the moment I'm struggling to recall if I actually logged those contacts. That will be a job for another day. Anyway, as I said, the planets aligned and I had a day to myself. Access to the car, a charged radio battery pack, a working antenna, and a map that worked. Mind you, I spent an hour fighting technology. First to register on the SOTA website, then to activate the software on my phone, then to get Google Maps to actually navigate me to the peak, and for it to download the offline maps, so I could navigate whilst out of mobile phone range. Lesson learned, plan to do the technology before the day. So, I set off an hour later than planned, but I was finally on my way. Google Maps again let me down by navigating a different route than I wanted since I had the choice of more or less dirt road and I wanted less. Google picked the other one, even though I pointed it at the one I wanted. Another lesson learned. Make sure that you add markers to your route before Google Maps starts you on your way, since there is no changing it once you're driving. After an hour and a bit, I arrived at the top of the peak. If you're interested, it was Mount Dale, or Sota Peak VK6 Stroke Sierra Whiskey 036. But before you go looking for my log, stick around, there's more to the story. So, I set up my antenna, a multi-tap outbacker, and set it to 40 meters. I appeared to have mobile phone coverage, so I added my spot to the Sota Watch website and started calling CQ. I managed my first contact within 8 minutes of my advertised start time, so I was pretty chuffed. For the next few hours on 40 meters and 15 meters, I managed contacts with 23 stations. The biggest distance I managed was 5,353 kilometers, or 1,071 kilometers per watt. Not bad for a vertical antenna mounted to my car. I did some experiments along the way with turning my car around, getting better and worse signals, but overall, it was great. I had a little play with 2 metres, but didn't manage anything other than talking on the local repeater, which is located 24 kilometres away and about 250 metres lower down. One friend suggested that there was a satellite pass coming over later in the day, but by the time I'd been there for four hours, I was cooked. It wasn't spectacularly hot or anything, but it was time to go. No satellite this time, but something to add to my list of things to check. 
I came home and basked in the enjoyment of having gone out and made some contact, more than I'd managed for most of the year, very satisfied. The next morning I found an email from the SOTA manager in VK6 who asked me about my operating environment. After some back and forth it was determined that I should have read the rules before going on my trip. If I had, I'd have known that I couldn't operate from within my car, nor could I operate with anything attached to the car. In later discussions, one person said that the guideline they used was that if someone drove the car away, would they still be able to operate their station? It seems even shade from the car is frowned upon. So, another lesson learned. Read the manual before going outside. In my discussions, it emerged that my trek did qualify for WWFF, or Worldwide Flora and Fauna, where the rules are different. Of course, I've not yet read those rules either, but, you know radio. I should point out that the local flora and fauna group is called VKFF. So, I swallowed my pride, sent an email to the SOTA email list and posted on the SOTA group to tell my contacts that I wasn't able to submit my contacts as valid SOTA contacts, but that I would be cherishing their contact in my log. I've not yet sent off my log to the local WWFF coordinator, workers managed to sign me that effort, but I have the log and I'll send it off when I have a spare hour to enter the contacts into a computer and format them as required. So, from a lessons learned perspective, I managed to get to the top, set up my radio and make contacts. That's a great outcome. I have been out when that didn't happen. I also learned that Google Maps, something which I use almost daily, is still trying to kill me. It's just being more subtle about it than I would like. I'm sure that there is a Reddit writing prompt in there somewhere. Perhaps I'll write it in my munificent spare time. I should read the rules for both SOTA and WWFF, and I need to figure out how I'm going to be portable with my radio bolted into my car. I really don't fancy pulling it out, and I'm not in any financial position to go out and purchase another radio. Though, if you're feeling inclined, you're welcome to make a donation to my benevolent fund. The donate button is on the podcast website. On a more serious note... I did receive an email while I was on the top of Mount Dale from a listener who was freaking out that they were listening to me on last week's podcast and saw my call sign on the soda cluster. So I replied by telling Brian, Alpha Foxtrot 7 Mike Delta, that I was still on the mountain. He hasn't replied yet. I hope he's okay. I did get lots of other emails from well-wishers for my first solo soda effort, so thank you for your messages of support. Sorry I let the side down by making an invalid activation as my first effort. So I think the message should be that SOTA can be fun. It can be rewarding and you can make contacts with 5 watts. But you need to read the rules and prepare the day before you plan your outing. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. Not quite a goat yet.